the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome along. This is episode 218 of New Zealand's longest running tech podcast, The Boys of Tech. This episode is for the week beginning Monday the 24th of June 2013. My name is Edwin Herman and I'm joined over Skype by Ben Sunko. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks, Ed. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, look, I understand you've just seen, uh, what was it, Fast and Furious 6, is that right? Yeah, I think it's called Fast Six or something like that. Um, it's it's awesome, fantastic. Yeah, it's, good movie, w- worth going to yeah. see. Yeah, totally. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's just cheesy. It's terrible. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's everything. The only thing, if if one thing could make it better, uh, the only thing I could think of would be Chuck Nicholas Cage in there. Okay, I look. I'll take your word Nicholas for it. Nicholas Cage but... makes everything better. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, it's a rule of thumb. Rule of thumb, okay. All right, I'll remember that. Look, and, and I was going to ask, by the way, do you have to have seen the, the previous ones to, to understand this one? Or No, no, it, the story doesn't really matter at all. It's just all about the spectacle and the entertainment. Um, and the the tr- the um, like the credit sequence at the start basically does a recap of all the five movies. So it's, yeah, it's like okay. seeing them all. Well, I probably won't go to see. Look, it's embarrassing, but the last movie I saw was The Hobbit. So, yeah, it's kind of that's a while ago now. Yeah, but at least it was a pretty fantastic movie to go see. Well, did yeah. you see it at the high frame rate? Yes, I did, and I, and I liked that liked too. That or, Loved it. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought that was amazing. I thought the technology involved yeah. was just incredible. So, what's with all the naysayers about this forty-eight frames a second? I don't know. People said they felt sick. I didn't get that. They said it was too realistic, and it's like, yeah, I can sort of see that, but. Yeah, not really. But I, I don't know. I think it must be in their heads, surely. I mean, I, I think people said the same with colour. In fact, I think I remember reporting that on the Boys of Tech when when the 48 frames a second was announced for, for The Hobbit. The people, you know, that back in the day when colour came along, they said, oh, no, it's just not like a movie. Yeah, because it's something different and it's a change. And, um, yeah, look, I, I, I mean, uh, I find 3D pretty terrible in general, and the 3D in The Hobbit was just so good and smooth and you just didn't even notice it. Like, if that's the future of 3D, then I, I wouldn't mind 3D. But I still don't like the glasses, wearing the glasses thing, but... Yeah, you know, that's it, a bit, I mean, but as long as, you, like, if it doesn't give you a headache and it's not annoying, I don't care, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's true. You do, when you do get engrossed in the movie, you do tend to, you know, forget about the glasses. So, apart from me, when uh, partway through The Hobbit, because I got bored, I, I took the glasses off, and I mentioned this on the show before, and what I did is I turned them around so left was right and right was left, and the foreground goes to the background, and the background comes to the foreground, and it's kind of really weird. Oh, that's trippy. Yeah, yeah that's very, very trippy. trippy. Yeah. You should do it next oh, time. I'm going to, yeah, definitely. It is really cool, but you need a good scene where there's you know, a lot of depth, right, where you've got someone right in the front, you've got some sort of mid-ground, and then you've got the background far away, like some mountains or hills or something. It works best with, with more depth, as you can imagine. I definitely want to try that. Right, anyway, let's see what stories we've got lined up this week. Uh, first of all, we'll kick off with Facebook. Now, Facebook have had a bug that has caused information from over 6 million accounts to be leaked. 
Oops. Yeah, just a bit, right? They probably shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have done that, indeed, yeah. It was a bug in the DYI tool, which is a, it stands for Download Your Information. And as the name suggests, it's a tool that lets you download all the information pertaining to your account. And what the bug was, was that when people have been doing searches for people, like, for example, if, I wanna, if I'm on Facebook and I'm, I'm searching for you, Ben, because I don't know your account on Facebook, I might search on your email address and try and add you as a contact or add you, you know, find you that way. Well, Facebook remembers that information and will associate that email address with you, whether it's right or not. And that information, all that information in, used in that similar scenario was being included in the DYI download. And that's the nature of the bug. And so therefore, we've had all this information being downloaded that shouldn't have been. I, I, just, I guess I just didn't realize that that's how people try to add other people in Facebook. But I guess it makes sense. I guess you would search for I guess, an yeah, email I guess address. Do. But a phone number, I'm a bit surprised. Or a phone number. That was the other thing. But I maybe, uh, I mean, the thing is, if I knew your cell phone number and I didn't know your email address, I, I could well, you know, if I'm trying to find you and I'm going, Ben Sonko, why isn't he showing up? But oh, I know, I'll try his number, O two, whatever it is, and, and punch that in. Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah, I, don't I, mean, know. I just, I just never thought to search like that. But I guess it does make sense. Yeah. So the unfortunate thing is that all that information is because, as I said before, that gets associated with you, whether or not it's correct. I assume most of it's correct because, you know, people aren't going to be searching on random. Well, maybe they are, but not normally. They wouldn't be. They'll be searching on. You know, if I know your email address, I'll punch that in. So I assume yeah. most of it is correct, and it gets associated with you f- forever in the back blocks of the of the application. So is that so the DYI tool is that a standalone? It's an it's an application that you have to add on to your account. It's not part of. The, I don't know. Isn't it part of Facebook? I, I don't look. I don't I, use Facebook. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't you know. obviously don't use it a lot either, do you? The, uh, no. Yeah. No. So, look, it's not the worst information to have been leaked out of Facebook, but it's 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 bad enough. And, you know, Facebook have come out and said they're sorry, they've apologised. And they've also, the other thing is, of course, they took quick action. So as soon as they were aware of that, they disabled the DYI tool, they went and fixed the bug, and then they re-enabled it. So they did their best. It'd be quite funny if they said, oh, the outage that we had last week was us reacting to the DYI tool and taking the site offline because it was too risky. Oh, yeah. I forgot that they had an outage, actually. Yeah, they had an outage last week. I don't know how widespread it was, but, yeah, people were pretty upset. That made the front cover of the newspaper, Did which you, is kind of ironic. Were you online when the outage took place? Or? Uh, I was at work, so I kind of saw it, but I wasn't certainly wasn't on Facebook. Because people get so, uh, what do you call it, you, you're used to the, you know, you're used to having everything available, you know, Facebook and your favourite news site and all that sort of stuff, YouTube. People just get so upset when it's when it's not there. But, you know, to be fair to Facebook, they have had a pretty good run, right? In oh, the, in the yeah. I mean, how much, how much money have you paid to Facebook? I've never given them any money. And pretty much every time I've gone to it, it's been there. Exactly, it's it's got. That's a, it's, pretty good value for money, really. Yeah, well, if you look at it that way, yeah, zero dollars for whatever you get out of it. But look, the thing is, uh, you know, outages do happen, and there's only been very few that, at least I remember, being reported in the in the media for Facebook. So I think they've actually done pretty well. Whatever systems they have, they seem reasonably robust. Because how long was that last outage that just happened? 
Oh, I think we're talking 15 minutes. Like, I don't think it was very big. Yeah, see, that's, uh, I mean, you know, not such a big thing, is it? I think they have a pretty awesome network. I think a lot of these companies, Google and Facebook, are just developing fantastic systems and architecture, and I'd love to see their data centers and their, you know, how they've got everything laid out. You'd need Google Maps to find your way around them, probably. Probably, yeah. Certainly not Apple Maps, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I must admit, I've I've been using Apple Maps because I've, I've got myself an iPad at the moment, and... Apple Maps has has not failed me once yet. So I, I, either they've fixed their problems, or they're just you know uh, what do you call it confined to certain areas or aspects. I think they have fixed a lot of the problems. But they'll always be known for that, won't they? The Apple Maps jokes will will, uh, will you know will still keep circulating oh, from it. Things move pretty quickly though. Eh? I wouldn't be surprised that people forget you know pretty soon. Um, yeah, cause as, long as, you, well, as long as it is fixed Antenna Gate was forgotten So people do forget, as you say What you was know, forgotten? Antenna Gate, remember the, the whole antenna uh, Well, the iPhone antenna How you couldn't, if you held your iPhone when the, I think was it the iPhone 4 when that came out? Uh, yeah, did that affect everyone though? I thought it was only like mainly Europe or No, I don't think it was geography based Was it? I think it was just random people it was affecting I thought it was, it was due to the I thought it was due to the signal strength Like and we had fairly strong signal strength, or uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I do remember we had a guest on the show, and they happened to have one of these iPhones, and we got them to try and create the problem. We said, you know, cr- uh, you know, clasp the phone right where Apple says not to, and you know, and put both hands over it and cover it over, and and they were still talking to us because they were talking. We were talking. They were talking on the iPhone live on the show, and so we, yeah. we couldn't get it to fail. But then you know, you do hear from others that had this. You know, um, that they have drop calls and all sorts. So, like you say, maybe it's to do with certain areas uh, where the signal isn't good anyway. But anyway, yeah. uh, that's that's Apple. Let's move on and talk about the rest of our stories. I want to talk about uh, Microsoft because Microsoft have done a bit of an about turn. Whoa, let's try and say that 10 times fast. A bit of an about turn. <laughs> a bit of an about turn. You can't say it, can you? A bit of an about turn. I think we both know that I can. A bit of an about turn. A bit of an about turn. Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. You make a better yeah. newsreader than I do. Yes. So anyway, that they have done that. They've uh, you know gone back on some of the things they said because they kind of got shown up by by Sony's announcement for their PlayStation Four. So what have they gone back on? One is the uh, the the. Well, I guess the requirement that you need to be connected at least every twenty four hours. If you're not connected for a period of twenty four hours or more, you won't be able to play the you know the Xbox until you get reconnected. And they've gone back on that. They said, nah, that's silly. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> no. They said, oh, everyone's really upset. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah, actually, that's... <laughs> you're right. That's probably more <laughs> It's a accurate. little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're absolutely right. They only did that because, as I said, you know, they got shown up by Sony. And you're absolutely right, Ben. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, they've gone back on that now. So that's no longer going to be a restriction when the uh, Xbox One comes out. And what was the other one? The other one was to do with, uh, was it sharing uh, games? Like sh- sharing games and like secondhand games. And I think originally when you put a disc in, it downloaded the game onto the hard drive and then you played off the hard drive without needing the disc. And that's no longer, a, that's no longer happens now. So to play a game on a disc, you have to have the disc, but you can sell the disc and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, because they wouldn't let you sell the disc and I think you had to go through approved retailers and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, so, and you ended up having to pay the full price anyway. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that seemed pretty bad. 
So this is supposed to work, uh, I guess, what, just like the Xbox 360 then, I think they're saying, right? Yeah, so all, all of the new features that they've announced are basically replicating features they have now. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. But it's what people want, So and they're fixing the issues. And, and like you said, everyone's going to forget soon, and they won't even, when it comes out, they're not even going to remember this. The playing field is a lot more level, right? Xbox versus PlayStation, I guess it'll just come down to price a little bit because there's a $100 difference still. The Xbox will be a hundred US dollars more expensive, but other than that, I guess it'll come down to your your personal preference, perhaps. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a bit of a Coke Pepsi thing. Eh? People like one platform over the other. Might come down to the controller or how much you trust the companies, or you know, every now and again, even one game could be the decider. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, especially if it comes out at that right time when you're trying to make the decision of which way do I go. And yeah. yeah, if that game comes out only for one console, you're going to go with that one. Yeah, and a lot of people just copy what their friends do as well, so that could be a, could be a part of it. Right, well, that's uh, Microsoft and the Xbox. Let's talk about telegrams because uh, in the news in the, in the week just been is that India, the last country to use telegrams at a countrywide level, is going to cease. In fact, I think they already have. You know, they've ceased uh, using telegrams. The system has been decommissioned. Wow. <sighs> Yeah, so they were still using them. That's kind of out there. Yeah, I know. I know. So, I mean, like, uh, do you still picture a telegram being an old rickety pole with a little yes. little copper wire hanging off it, dangling <laughs> yes. down, and oh. and someone goes to rob a bank, so they snip the wire and then go rob the bank? And- I'll be honest. I really don't know a lot about telegrams. I, I assume they work over the like the existing you know POTS phone network, plain old telephone yeah, service, like I think. Have a dedicated like dual copper pair or something, or I don't know if or it's initiate a call or yeah. See, I don't think it's dead. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's dedicated. You know, lines as in physical lines, but I think it works over the. Uh, I think it makes a call and encodes the data and sends that either digital or analog. I'm not sure, and then gets printed at the other end. Is that right? Something so like it's, that. So it's, so it's like a variation of effects, really. Yeah, I I, I guess so. Yeah, except a fax, if I'm right, uh, I think the difference between the two is that a fax is, is I guess, a, a graphical representation. You know, it's, scan, it's basically a scan. Uh, whereas, from my understanding, a telegram it encodes characters one, like like an ASCII type encoding of some sort. And so if you're, if you're sending a telegram, are you sending it from one telegram office to another telegram office? Or is it a broadcast? Is it going to all of them? No, I think... No, I, I assume it's one to one. I think so. I don't know if you, where you would. I, I don't know how you'd even do these. So does them disconnecting this just mean that the people have turned off their telegram machine? Like they they haven't like India haven't removed the the telephone network. Well, All that's my, happened is a couple of people have switched off their telegram machines. Well, my guess is that the place where you go to send a telegram, whatever that is, I, I'm guessing the post office is no longer offering that service. That's my guess. Did anyone ever have a telegram in their house? Like a personal telegram? I don't. I, like the actual machine that received Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. See, like, I, could I, you, and how, like, could you encrypt some data over it? Could you use it? Could you, could you start doing a little bit of espionage using them? Using these turned off lines? But see, I don't think they're separate. This is the thing. I could be wrong, but I don't think they're separate lines. I think it's just like, you know, like a phone call, like a fax makes a phone call. 
But the way they said they've disconnected the network, it's like if there's no dedicated lines as such and all they're using is the telephone network, then surely the thing that distinguishes is the fact that there's a machine at each end sending and receiving um, telegrams. So the removing of the network is essentially turning off the two ends as opposed to changing anything else at all. So to start the network back up, all you got to do is start the two <laughs> telegram machines. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We need, we need someone old to tell us how telegrams work because it's way – I mean, they stopped being useful before I was born. Can we – maybe we can call India and ask them how it works or how it worked yeah, since we, the last ones since to use. Yeah, the last, ones, the last known people to use them. Britain got rid of theirs in uh, 1982, which is really early. Yeah, I especially I think the Americans have only got rid of it recently. Yeah, 2006, you're right. In fact, I would have thought it would be the other way around. If you'd given me those two dates and two countries and asked me which one was which, I would have thought the Americans would have got rid of theirs in 82 and the British in 2006, but it's the other way around. So there you go. Do you think we still have it running in New Zealand? I don't know. Do, I would No, I think we got rid of ours, didn't we, back in the 90s or something? Wow, apparently we got rid of it in the late 90s and then started it up again a few years later. <laughs> so someone plugged their machine back in and turned it back on again. <laughs> so why did they turn it back on? I mean, like, who, I didn't get it. Who's using telegrams in New Zealand? Why would they turn maybe it back the, on? Maybe the post offices. Maybe that's how they... But wouldn't they just use email? It's crazy, isn't it? Or a text message or, yeah, or anything. And it's expensive too, I know that. Yeah, I don't understand why though. Like it's not like they're inventing words. You just you give them words and they give them to somebody else. Yeah, I know, like, and they punch them. The, yeah, I don't it's get not it. Like they're translating it, or yeah, it makes no sense. And I, I think at the other end, I think don't do they actually del- do they deliver it the, like the printer, or do they phone phone you for the message? But then you I think they just chuck it in a corner and you have to go find it in a pile of messages. Like Maybe at the, at the post office, you have to go and collect it from the uh, post office. They just chuck it out the front door and you just, they pile it up out the front and you just go grab it. <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? It's not for you, give it to someone else. Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know about these telegrams. It makes no sense to me. I mean, that, that should have gone back in the, in the 90s when the, when the internet really ramped up. It, it makes no maybe sense. This is, maybe this is just a marketing scam and they're going to be like, nah, we're just kidding. Of course you can send telegrams and now they're half price. Um, <laughs> Why, look, I'd love to send a telegram just. To say I did because we should send a telegram to the Queen saying oh, yeah. happy birthday. Yeah, we should. Yeah, When's her real should. birthday? I, I don't know because this Queen's birthday we can, but it's Queen's birthday. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but there's nothing to do with her birthday. I think it's in April or something. Well, look. Anyway, India is getting rid of that system, or has just got rid of that system, and then the last country to use it on a on a uh, countrywide scale, and that's the end of that. Let's move on. We'll talk about uh, Yahoo because they have a plan to free up old email addresses. So what I'm talking about is, you know, when you sign up to a big free email provider like Yahoo, the address you really want is almost always taken by someone else. So if I want like edwin at yahoo.com, I can, you can bet your bottom dollar that does not exist. or Well, it does, but it's been taken. So I'm forced to use something like edwin5182 or something. So Yahoo's plan is to free up those old addresses. So if the person who did nab edwin at yahoo.com back in the old days and hasn't used it for 12 months, it's going to be recycled and it'll be made available again and the next Edwin who decides to have that email address will get it. What do you think about those plans, Ben? 
it's a stupid idea. It's just crazy. Like, so what, 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 tell us the risks. Like, because to me, it seems like a good what's idea. The that, like, what's what's the point? We've got one Edwin that doesn't have an email and one that does who doesn't use it. So we're making all of these changes to make one Edwin happy. No, I well, mean, the thing is, it's going to make one it of each of the names. It's and how do these people know? So all of a sudden it's going to become available and then the next person, some noob, is going to register their name. They're going to get it. They're probably going to not use their account. And then Yahoo's going to go, well, they're not using their account. We're going to change it to every six months. And then it's going to be if you don't receive an email every day, your account gets deleted. That's a bit of a long bow to draw. A little bit, yeah. Um, but, I mean, the risks are that if you've ever used that email address for anything personal, any password reset information, anything at all, then these people are going to be getting your old email, like the emails that you, you know, you may not have been using, but could be quite important to you. Oh, yeah, and I see what you're saying, like with password resets, if you get a password reset from, uh, you know, like if you're on Yahoo and you happen to have a recycled account, if you get a password reset email and you're malicious, you could certainly take advantage of that and obviously get into someone's Facebook or whatever else account it was that the message was related to. Uh, and I, I think, but it could you know, be a daisy chain through all the other stuff as well. I mean, it could actually, be a yeah. very serious breach. But Yahoo have said they're going to do something about it. The only thing I can think they can do is that because they know what emails have been sent, you know, to and from, they know what emails have been received by that account previously. So surely all they need to do is block emails that have previously emailed that account. That'd be the best way, wouldn't it? So that means you have an email address that has a special state to it that every time it receives an email there's a database that has to, a database query that has to be made against all of the emails that have sent an email to it in the past and if they're one of those then it can't allow that email well, to go maybe. through maybe that's the only thing i can think of what happens if you both have a netflix account and one person used that email address the new person creates a new account, uses their email address, they would never be able to get that information from, say, Netflix or whatever it was they were using that account for. Well, maybe. Would- look, here, well, here's one way they could do it, and this is, this is completely all made up in my head. Whether they'll do this or not, I don't know. But maybe they'll let you, if you like, whitelist a domain or an address or something. So you could – oh, but then that's not good either because – then you can. But you don't want the person. You don't want the no, new person right. doing anything. No, you're right. You're right. You don't That's want bad. them even knowing about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. That's bad. The whole thing's bad. It's bad. It's all bad. Like it's. I just don't see a benefit to it. And all well, it's well, going to do is, one, is well, there is, bad things. Well, there is one benefit, and that is that when you sign up to get an address, you'll get something a lot shorter than you previously would have. Well, one person will. Well, yeah, but there's people or, or signing up to of, Yahoo I, every day. A couple of people will, but I mean, it's not going to make a huge difference because it's not going to free up that many addresses that people are immediately going to start using. So you, what you're saying um, is it's really not worth the effort. The risks aren't worth the, the small no, benefit, I mean, right? If the real, if the real, I don't believe that's the real reason. I don't think that's got anything to do with it. If the real reason is that they've got a lot of old accounts that are taking up storage space or are causing storage space to be reserved or messing up statistics or something, then wipe out those accounts Put some, put it into some sort of sleeper state where everything's deleted, but the account still exists. No one can sign up to it, but you could reinstate it later on at a later date, something like that. But I just don't understand what they're trying to achieve, because what they're saying doesn't make sense to me. Well, I don't know. I, I yeah, if I was signing up to Yahoo and I got, I mean, don't you find it annoying when you sign up to a, a big site and you go for your preferred username? That's not available. You go for a variation that's still not available, and so on. It's annoying, isn't it? 
But this isn't going to fix that. Well, I think over time it will because they're talking about purging stuff that hasn't been used for 12 months. You can bet your bottom dollar a whole heap of accounts, maybe even the majority of Yahoo accounts haven't been used for more than 12 months. It must be a pile of them. Yeah, so that that's not a good thing because, I mean, how many is it going to free up? It's going to free up. Okay, the first Ben that goes there is going to get Ben. Every other Ben, there's more than one Ben in the world. Every other Ben is still going to be stuck with the same problem and taking yeah, Ben okay. 323416. Yeah, but the, well, um, you know, the but, first Andrew is going to get it. But, no, but so, no, I mean, no, you think no, about think how many get, different names there are. Yeah, but I think you'll get, no, but you have to remember, you'll get people looking for Ben S., for example, or maybe Ben Ben two, for example, or Ben five is a lot better than Ben one eight two four. <laughs> so, so you're gonna get a lower number, <laughs> like like it's sort of lower numbers are ace, right. man. It's status. <laughs> yeah, but not not if you get it reset. It doesn't mean anything then. It just means that you haven't been lucky. Yeah, I know. But at least at least now it means that you're old school. Whereas soon it's gonna mean that you're you know you're actually a newbie. Well, you'll never know, would you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's look. I I understand the risks. You obviously don't see any benefit either. I, I can. I in my mind, there is some benefit for users, but I do agree with you that whatever those benefits are, the risks certainly outweigh them. It's it's not a good idea at all. And people have come out. You know, analysts have come out saying exactly the same thing. Don't do it. Yeah. And by the way, before we end the show, I just noticed that uh, Edward Snowden uh, apparently has been charged with espionage. And he's also just left Hong Kong for Moscow. That seems like an interesting decision because I don't know how much government help he's going to get. And surely that opens him up to a whole bunch of other risks because, you know, he knows a lot of information. He he worked for the NSA. He knows secrets. He knows processes. He knows people. He knows all sorts of things. And if you were a terrorist wanting to try and, you know, plan something, that would be the sort of person you'd want to oh, get I hold of. Oh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And to actually yeah, yeah. know that person's name and, you yeah, know, true. what they look like and the fact that they like to talk about things. Um, so if someone in Russia, perhaps even like a government agency, wants to get something on the U.S., he could, yeah. you know, he could be valuable to them. That's what or effectively, if you're which is a, a Chechen rebel, maybe, and you wanted to know yeah. processes. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I look. I hadn't thought of that. Having said that, though, Ben, wouldn't what you said be true of all countries? Like, if he went to, I don't pick a random country, Austria, wouldn't he be valuable um, to some people there that want something on the well, US? Swiss. The Swiss are pretty notorious for not wanting to take sides. That would probably be quite a good place to go. Um, and I don't know that they have a huge um, organised crime problem. Um, maybe I'm naive, but um, somewhere that doesn't have a large corruption problem, I would have thought would be a better place to go. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Or corruption opportunities or, you know, that yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a reason that Russian IPs get blocked all over the world. I mean, it's not coincidence. Yes, well, I guess uh, whether it's a good decision or not, in his mind it is, uh, or it was the best of what he could make of the situation. Maybe there wasn't a lot of options yeah. for him, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's where he's gone now, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. We'll, we'll certainly watch that story because well, I think everyone's kind of watching that story. That's an interesting one. Hopefully he sticks around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if if he disappeared for whatever reason, I know, you know, people, whether it was the NSA or not, people would automatically assume it was the NSA. So it kind of, it would be kind of annoying if he did disappear because we never know, at least I would never know, whether it's the NSA or not. 
Well, until uh, the movie but, comes out. <laughs> until the movie comes out, yeah, then all the truth <laughs> is revealed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Since when has that happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all the time. All yeah, the time, you reckon? Never yeah. lies. <laughs> they don't lie about their books. They don't lie about anything. Oh, of course not. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, look, Ben, I'll tell you what. We're going to end the show there. That was episode 218 of New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. Ben, thank you very much for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. It was a pleasure, Ed. All right, we'll do it all again next week. Take care, everyone. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Goodbye. Pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And, and look, thanks for filling in for Brett because he's uh, apparently still got no computer. It's been three and a bit weeks that he's been computerless. Yeah, that seems an awfully long time to be without a computer. I've got lots of computers. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost it. <laughs> oh, no. It'll be, oh, my God. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, whatever. Hey, the problem is if I keep laughing like this, I'm going to have a lot of energy to do. So I'll, I'll try and contain my, my laughter, but I couldn't leave. Here we go. <coughs> One more time. It's part of the... <laughs> Hang on, I can do it, I can do it. Oh, no, look, I won't mention it. I won't mention it. That's the easiest way. Just avoid that one. Yeah, that is, that is the same yeah. way. Yeah, it's... Okay. Um, yeah, it was a bug found in the DY... <laughs> I can't even say DY either. <laughs> Because I keep thinking about the thing that we're not going to mention. I'll try to. So, so was it a bug in the? <laughs> I wish they didn't call it DYI. Now, Ben, little do people know, little do people know that what they just listened to was the whole thing was take two, wasn't it? Was it? Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm, bre- I'm breaking down the fourth wall here. <laughs> yeah, you know, little I wonder if know. anyone will be able to tell. Because, you know, what happened the first time? What, what, the, we, what did record- happen the first time, well, I'll, Okay, I'll t- <laughs> It's embarrassing, but I recorded the show, right? But I didn't record all of it. I only recorded one side. I'm being silenced. I know. All you could hear was me saying things and then silence, and then me saying some more things oh, and silence. That's your perfect show, isn't it, Ed? Just you talking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No other hey. opinion. No one disagreeing with you. Well, yeah, it, it seemed to go really smoothly. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it's a real shame. We we did the whole show, and uh, yeah, it didn't. It, only one side got recorded. I felt terrible. It's a sec- look. It's actually the second time I'll confess. It's the second time this has happened. In 218 episodes. Well, that's pretty good, that. Well, the thing is, I mean, it is if you look at it that way, but I sh- it shouldn't have happened at all. I mean, how bad is that? So, anyway, Ben, we did a good take two, and uh, this is why you're listening to this in the blooper section. And if, you, if you're still listening, turn your iPod off and go and do something else, because this is where this bit ends. <laughs> right? Agree? Yes, we go for a take three. <laughs> oh, man, imagine if I did it twice in a row. 
<laughs> you do the twice in a row, it's beyond a joke. That's, that's, yeah, I know, it would be. That's deliberate then. It is, but l- luckily, I, I can see that I have it, I can see our recording here, both sides are being recorded. Excellent, so um, Ben, that's it, I'm out of here, uh, yes. and we'll talk to you next week. Catch you later.